Hello, and welcome to Dress to Kill, your favorite fashion in action movie podcast. Today's episode is a watch through of The Spy Who Loved Me from 1977, a movie we both loved and had a lot to say about. Clothes, characters, camera work, we get heavy into all of the above. And a special treat, listen to the very end to find out where that Ronald McDonald ski suit came from. To see images of the looks we're talking about and tell us what you thought of the movie or of our podcast, head to our Instagram at dressed to kill pod and find us on Twitter at DTKPOD. Enjoy. The year is 1977 and the spy who loved me comes out with Roger Moore. And Barbara Brock as the two leading characters. Barbara Brock. Barbara Brock. Sorry. It sounds like it's Barbara Broccoli, but you're just like cool. <laughs> Barbara, but Barbara we're Bach. best friends, so I call her Brock. Barbara Brock. <laughs> That's her. <laughs> and then, um, and it's directed by Lewis Gilbert, who also has done, um, he's one of the Bond directors that they've brought back multiple times. And um, I have to say, his one, his Bond movies are always so fun. Um, I enjoy them a lot. They aren't always the most critically acclaimed, but I think it has a lot of fun stuff in it. Do you know which other ones he's done? You Only Live Twice, Moonraker. <sighs> Listeners, am I missing one more? I feel like I might be Are those both? I haven't seen either of those, right? No. I love that Like you're also my encyclopedia. Like I have to ask you. No, you haven't <laughs> which seen either seen. of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just those, that's the three. They call it the monorail trilogy because there's always a monorail <laughs> The it monorail is. trilogy. <laughs> Some people say that because uh, there's oh my always God. a monorail system in his um in his villain layers and stuff. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what other movies came out this year? Star Wars. No. Saturday Night Fever. Annie Hall. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Like, is it the first Star Wars? Yes. So what a year for like big epics to come out. Yeah. And amongst that was James Bond, which is awesome. It had three Oscar nominations. What? For, this movie? Yeah. For like oh. stuff like sound uh, and best song, for example, mm-hmm. uh, which I really love the song. We'll probably talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I want to mention one more other movie that came out this year, which is like more just because it speaks to me. The Turning Point. Do nope. you know? <laughs> nope. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But guess what? This is a ballet movie, a, oh. a big one that had like Baryshnikov in it and stuff. But um, and one of my ballet teachers from when I was is uh, in it. Yes, as like a very side extra role. That's very cool. But yeah, and then um, but that movie actually got this is totally a tangent, but it's still interesting. It got eleven Oscar nominations and one zero. And uh, wait, and one oh one z- zero one zero. Yeah, it didn't win any. I thought it had eleven nominations and one, one. zero. I was like, I don't. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> It didn't win anything, unfortunate, Um, which it shares that same stat, like most nominations and zero wins um, as the record with the color purple. Oh, I know. Also, 11 nominations, zero wins. Mm. I was just surprised by those two facts. It's just both of them have to be years that a lot of really good movies came out. So it was hard to pick. Exactly. People ended up skewing the same way. Man, yeah. Anyway, 1977. Wow. Damn, like big year for movies. Um, and then fashion-wise, I mean, it's the thick of the 70s. 
it's disco. <laughs> thick Where is the thick? word. Like thick lapels. Thick is the word. Thick lapels. Thick, thick bell bottoms. Makeup thick. starts getting thick. Really thick. Just about here. Yeah. They're like, mm, let's lean into the 80s. Yeah. Exactly. Thick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> disco is big. The um, bell bottoms and hair is big. <laughs> 1977 colon the thickening. <laughs> <laughs> and um a lot of those trends are pretty apparent in this in the costuming of this movie mm-hmm. too you know the crochet beanies oh. um pla- are you saying that plurals are more than one <laughs> please, in general please help me <laughs> that one you know you know the one the crocheted beanie, the crochet beanie. <laughs> i'm barbara brock she's, she's lucky she's got a well-shaped head <laughs> that's all <laughs> Um, light blue tuxes. That was a thing. Remember? Yeah. Um, what else? This is where Dumb and Dumber got it. Yeah. No, mm. totally. And Wedding Singer. All those. Mm. Wait, was it light blue? Anyway. <laughs> I feel like it was one. I think it was. Um, so yes, 1970s. I mean, if you think about like, um, you know, like that funk guitar, the waka waka sound <laughs> and stuff like you, you, that's like that era, mm-hmm. you know? Um, wide lapel like thing. yeah exactly <laughs> kind of sound <laughs> please send us your sound clips if you want to imitate some 70s yeah. with your mouth <laughs> or hands hands yeah. can do it mouth and hands um so yes Farrah Fawcett hair um lots of beige beige on beige beige stuff with <laughs> silk scarves and like uh you know like the very patterned mm-hmm. silk scarves um yeah yeah. Stripey. Yeah, long. Like um, thick stripey. <laughs> thick stripey, yeah. Long saddle ba- uh, saddle bags? Like purses. You know, shoulder mm. bags. Shoulder bags. Are uh, saddle bags a thing that people call a body part? What? <laughs> like the way they have a, they say muffin top. Uh, I, I thought saddle bags are a thing like oh that Oh my God, too. is it? I feel like it should be if it's not. <laughs> I think it is. I don't remember exactly what it is because I think it's a little expired, but <laughs> Let us know if you have the answer. Um, but yeah. Okay, let's get into the movie. Okay. So <laughs> it starts out in Austria. Ski oh. sequence. Yeah. The okay. locations in this are gorgeous. Um Austria, that ski sequence with the stunt where he jumps off of the yeah. and then parachutes. And then parachutes. Yeah. That got a, a standing ovation. Oh, like, I buy applause. That. Yeah. I was like, like at the whoa. premiere. Yeah. While watching. Still I it's like actual that it yeah. happens right it's not cuts no yeah exactly and i think it, it took him a, a minute to the stunt guy to open the shoot that's uh-huh. why there's like the silence is so long you know how yeah, the, yeah, yeah. there's like a long pause in the music and then the shoot opens and it goes da-na, da-na. man you Epic. think that guy almost died probably almost <laughs> like it's, oh it's i don't know like no i i mean i was just thinking like the camera Hopefully crew how not. much I don't think he actually almost died. No, but I mean, um, it was the seventies though. There are too many things like that going on on sets. Yeah. They're like, that's fine. We don't have this legal system set yet. Mm-hmm. For filmmaking. Go- it was the wild west of filmmaking for sure. Let's try all the things. And um, yeah, I'm just imagining the camera crew like holding their breath, like waiting for him to open his parachute. Like yeah. the intensity still looks great on screen. I think it's, it's a great cold open, <laughs> cold opening stunt. It's, we have to talk about the fashion in this, right? 
Yeah, I just called him Ronald McDonald's. Uh, yes, I kept being exactly. like, okay, Ronnie. This is McDonald's Ski Man. <laughs> McDonald's Ski Man. And McDonald's existed in 77, right? Yeah, That's I a think good so. question. What year did McDonald's uh, bur- get birthed? Yeah, I feel like in the 60s. I don't know That's why I feel like the fast food. 77. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't watch that Michael Keaton movie, but. I watched a bunch of this type of like because mcdonald's is a big culture shifter mm-hmm. so it's involved in a lot of like cultural docs which i love and i'm pretty sure it's pre-77 i don't remember exactly when though okay. i don't know how yeah. big of a franchise it was by 77 is the, yeah is the question yeah yeah did it dominate and everything certainly yet, by the though. 80s though we had ads everywhere mm-hmm. so it had to be some anyway ronald okay. mcdonald skis down a hill <laughs> and then parachutes yes what fun yes um but also in this cold open you see the um agent triple x you know and you meet yes. her and i love all of that stuff love that dupe mm-hmm. sequence where it's like oh another agent man oh and he's russian just kidding it's a lady exactly but I she's still it. named triple x like okay yeah. well we had like a minute ago so <laughs> whatever <laughs> and then they remake the movie with vin diesel what? what? I'm what? just kidding. It's not related to the Vin Diesel Triple X at all. Okay, I forgot Vin Diesel made a movie called Triple X, and I was just like, I'm sorry. What secrets yeah. are you holding? Okay, got it. Correct. Um, and yes, so that's the cold open, which I oh um I didn't know this fact, but I guess it's a fact. Ricky was my husband. Ricky was telling me um that I guess Roger Moore like requested to have a ski sequence in like all his movies. Well, he did. So <laughs> I know I was like, that makes total sense. Cause why? Because he's a good skier. He is a good skier. He just likes the way the snow lights him. He's he, like, I want to look that yeah, good. Exactly with his like tan, his super tan. Um, Give me that under and over light. Another side there. thing is uh the place that he actually um i guess he was went to lived in switzerland part-time mm. so um in the same town that um, ricky's family goes to and so they oh yeah so rick my husband's mom has met roger moore on the train and stuff oh my which gosh. is awesome yeah um and yeah she was said it he on was the monorail <laughs> <laughs> yeah precisely <laughs> um that's cool yes so lots of roger moore connections that we love um and yeah he's a big skier um mm. so the title song by no- i liked it and i didn't know it was from this like i know oh, that song yeah, separately which is good cool mm-hmm. yes um i need i feel like i need to hum a few bars to remember which one it is this is just what i'm remembering from Nobody my notes does it better Nobody does. Is it that one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's a little so of the Bond songs I've heard. It sounds a little slow. Yeah, Surprise. it's like the ballady type. Yeah, but I like it. I yeah, liked it. Slow. Me too. I feel like that intro sequence was like, how Tell can they show you... that? Because it's just naked. I know. I thought that too. It's you just see naked. full boobs. You like, see full boobs. Boob. Yeah. It's just like, oh, but they're tinted blue, so the <laughs> count. <laughs> It like, counts. No, yeah, it's not even, red. not even cool. silhouetted. They're like, Smurfs. They're still tits. <laughs> I know. I was thinking, like, Crazy. imagine the shooting of that. But you know, it was the seventies. Free the nipple. That's my question. Very... Like, was that because we already had some production codes about mm-hmm. like what's allowed to be shown? But I guess the seventies fought back hard enough. I don't remember in the film industry what happened specifically in the seventies. I know we had more stuff going on like eighties, late eighties, and we had mm-hmm. a bunch going on like fifties into 60s but yeah. like 70s i don't know maybe there was like a gap where they just kind of were like 
Just kidding. Anything goes. <laughs> I don't know. I know because this is like peach, probably PG. I don't know. Or maybe the rating, because it's London. It's, maybe they had because I'm only thinking American film history. I don't know what the rules know, were in London. But the rating system, I feel like, should apply. You know, like the. I mean, they would want the, it to be released here, right? Mm-hmm. Under yeah, yeah, fairly large I, enough audience ratings. Yeah, I don't know, but they were all all naked, um, acrobatic. You even saw her. Thing. It's a quota. I call it a. I'm doing air quotes. Side boob, but it's like side boob with nipple, like oh, a yeah. full, full side of full boob nipple like, of her of main oh, character of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. In the I know, shower, I remember, and we're like, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, like, she. I understand she's like, treat me like the boys, but she's showering with the fucking door open. I know. It's, okay. um, <laughs> even if it was the boys, I, I guarantee you in 1977, some boy would walk by and be homophobic on that ship. All the Americans on that ship were like clearly <laughs> asshole, homophobic, <laughs> sexist, fucks. Okay, I'm being a little exaggerating, but they seem to go in that direction. I'm sure one of them would have walked by even if a guy was showering in there and yeah. would have been like, oh, penis, I'm going to scrub myself forever to get clean from that vision. Like probably would have been like, gross. I feel so dirty. Yeah. So come on. You're, you know, I don't buy it is the answer. Is yeah. What I'm getting no, at. I also don't <laughs> Not buy purchased. it. Agreed. I yeah. take that out of my cart. But we're getting a little ahead sorry, of ourselves sorry, here. Sorry, so because there is a lot of that to talk about in this, especially during the Roger Moore era. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, we know this. But um What's yeah. the name of the song? Did you know nope. it's called Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. Wow, there you go. Yes. Written by Marvin <laughs> Hamlish. I I love it. It's I love like, it too. It's one that's stuck in my head often and like out of the slower ones, I think it's probably my favorite. Mm, no, Diamonds Are Forever is my favorite. But this is a Diamonds close second. I immediately go to Kanye. My head just takes me to Kanye. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I actually like the title sequence. Like, a it's, lot Yeah, of, it's, I actually think it's a, one of the better ones. Yeah, uh, also. Right? What I like is, like, the simplicity and the color palette. Same. Oh, and I like you. the simplicity of, like, it's about the bodies and the movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like, let's sprinkle and do this and split them apart and pull them together. And, like, I <laughs> yeah. That That's all the new ones is. are like, yeah. yeah. All the new I, ones are like, <laughs> too much. And how many mirrors and how many shards and yes. how many droplets. D- DNA like, oh gun yeah. things. I understand yeah. you're trying to tell the story, but it's like a li- too literal and uh-huh. too much uh-huh. Uh-huh. altogether. Yeah, I'm okay with it just being a visual beauty of like, yeah. you know, let it be something pretty. Yeah. Just simple primary colors. I noticed this time it's just like blue, red, and yellow. I don't think I ever did. It had yellow. I didn't. I think there was a moment when there was like a split of yellow and red Mm. or something. There was nice use of color. Um, My favorite is the girl that's spinning on the pole that is in line with the gun barrel. The yellow, or not the yellow, the red and the blue because of uh, Russia and England. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's probably quite obvious, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think of it. I was just like, naked, naked. Yeah, that's, oh, there's Every- a nipple. Naked. There's underwear on that one. Naked. Yes, exactly. Oh, she's wearing underwear. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like, imagine on the soundstage or wherever they shot this, like, okay, now just run around with a hat on, topless, underwear, hold a gun, go. Like, <laughs> the things that they were telling them to do, like, just For run sure. around and turn around real quick. Like, For sure. It must have been a hilarious sight. Uh, I also always think it's interesting in moments like this where you see it's obviously meant to be a very neutral, timeless, like she's naked yeah, yeah. in, the, you know, the most natural of forms. Mm-hmm. 
But when they have them wear underwear, she's wearing underwear that are not skin color. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we can see all all of how the underwear is cut. And that's obviously going to date it, Mm -hmm. like the way an underwear looks. I always wonder, like, why didn't you just do, if you're going for the full neutral, have her wear skin colored underwear. I I mean, for sure. I don't know. Or like lighter, white underwear. Yeah. Whatever. Mm -hmm. If if she's got pale skin, which this woman did. I agree that it should have looked more seamless. Because then it takes me out and I'm like, oh, it that's did what a take... 70s cut looks like. Yeah, and that's what they look like out. on the butt. Remember the butt with the tape? Yes. What movie is Beg- this? That's Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever. Yep. She hides the tape in the her like diaper. Baggy. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if these are a diaper too. Like it just sent me on a tangent. <laughs> okay. I continue to take us off course. I'm excited. I have a lot to say about this okay, movie. Okay. Let's, let's just continue. go into our outfits then. Okay. Who wants to go first? Oh my God, I have so many notes, but I'm going to skip them because we got to keep it timely fashion. <laughs> uh, I can't, uh, you're, how early is your first? Oh, not super early. Not, neither is mine. Okay. <laughs> you go first. I feel like yours might be earlier. Uh, oh, shoot. I'll go first. I don't know if I have a picture of this. Oh, <gasps> uh, I'll pause. I'll cut this out. Okay. Yes. Pause here. No, don't tell me I didn't take a picture of it. I have general feelings. Should I say those? Yeah, yeah. You okay. can start talking. I'm gonna and stop the cut here. I'm going to come back. I want to tell you my general mm-hmm. feeling of the film first. My general feeling was locations and sets were absolutely incredible. Right? Like maybe the best I've seen after the No Time to Die recent film. Oh, yeah. This yeah, might be the, my second favorite. The locations are Austria, Sardinia, and Cairo. And they're... For the most part. They're so beautifully shot. Like, I truly mm. think they're up there with this most recent film. Mm. And we, remember, we came out of No Time to Die and we were like, it's, well, that's incredible and gorgeous. And nothing is like that. And like, people didn't used to shoot locations like that. This mm. is a new thing that they're this gorgeous. And I saw this and I'm like, mm, that's rivaled because I guess they did. You yeah. just needed the right cinematographer. Oh, for sure. I just yeah. felt like, oh, my God, they were gorgeous. Incredible use of natural light. Incredible use of camera yes. work. I was really, really impressed with the camera work in this film, mostly because in the 70s, they tend to lean on all the like stupid filmmaking tropes that were coming out. I shouldn't call them stupid. They were just really overused, <laughs> like the, the zoom. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there being like, when are they going to do the 70s zoom? And I only oh, noticed it once. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they did it a few times, but like out of story feeling only one time. And that's okay. huge for a 70s film. <laughs> I just felt like they did a good job of not dating themselves with the filmmaking. And yeah. it was gorgeous. And I thought the movie overall, I didn't yeah, expect much because Roger Moore has not been someone I expect <laughs> much from, to be honest. But um, I thought it was actually quite a good movie. Like the story was pretty good. The film yes. itself was pretty good. I I really like this one. This yeah. is one of my favorite rewatchable ones. Um, I feel the same. I love her. Like, and it's she, so gorgeous. You can watch it. Also that. Play it in the background all the time. <clears throat> yes. I really enjoyed it this time around. Really? I I was laughing out loud at like just watching Roger Moore cruise by on his skis with like the back projection. (laughs) I was laughing at those things too. Yes. And like. They'd have those um, gorgeous location shots and then it would go to a close up where they're obviously on a green screen and be like, oh, (laughs) that's different. so funny. (laughs) Um, I love Anya's character. Uh, She's one of my favorite. I think Anya. The main girl. Oh, the Russian agent. Her name. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Um, and yeah, whenever people ask like, who's your favorite Bond girl? She's definitely up there. She's great. Yeah. Um, so should I tell you about my first outfit? Uh, yes. Okay. 
it's the one from when he goes to the Bedouin tent and meets harem his, girls or whatever. Yes, those girls. Yeah. And there's one in the Burgundy. With this like is the one that comes up to him. Yeah, with yes. like the major push-up bra. They're all like majorly push-up bras. Um, which that part's like whatever. I'm not a fan of push-up, but I love the burgundy color, the gold details, the mm-hmm. low-rise skirt, um, and then her headpiece that she wears. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that whole scene, like how it looks, like pillows everywhere. Yes, tents, carpeted. I think both like, of us are into that, like aesthetic. Turkish tent yes. in the desert yes, vibe. Yes, exactly. Visually, both of our like home inspiration mood boards are like covered in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love the whole. Bedouin deserty vibe. Um, so I, I like too. the scene, and I like how in that scene when they meet, they have their little code word exchange of like whatever passerby something <laughs> or other that they say. That stuff. Something. Yes. Any any comments on that? Comments. I love that. I love. I love the parts of that scene that I love. I really love. So like, I love the concept, the design, all these things. Mm-hmm. I love that they have it in there that they're showing a bit of like or attempting a bit of like. Egyptian, I would assume, culture. Mm-hmm. I don't li- like that that woman walks up to him and is like clearly, literally not even allowed to look him in the eye oh, until yeah, he like accepts her offer, mm-hmm. so to speak. I don't like how they really are enforcing this um, subservient women thing. Yeah. But like she's here for sex, so stay in. Yeah, like she like... better be. And here's and I don't like the the arc like in hindsight as an adult, I don't like the archetypes that that made those types of things were common in films. Mm-hmm. And that type of trope really made me think differently about the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, having been to the Middle East and like, yeah. you know, there's a huge gap between being a child and watching that kind of content and letting it subtly influence you. Yeah. And then having a huge gap going to the Middle East on your own and being like, oh, this is what this like. Oh, why am I feeling like it shouldn't be? Or why am I feeling right. like it goes this direction? And then, you know, yeah. recounting, oh, because I was taught a trope that is not true. Or maybe it was accurate in like the year 600 yeah. or something, <laughs> but not in current living life yeah. era. Um, or like, you know, accurate in small pockets the way in there's sex trafficking all around the world. There are mm-hmm. always small pockets where this is accurate, but it's not fully accurate everywhere. Anyway, uh, I don't, Yeah. just to call it out, like it's a movie of its time. Okay. Exactly. But, yeah, yeah. but the... it did it encourage a trope that was really, um, I think racist towards Middle Eastern people and sexist a bit. Uh, yes. But not yeah. to say it's, com- it's not based off nothing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I know. It's but it's like glamorizing. It's like, and... oh, are you having a person from the Middle East out in the desert? This is what needs to be in that scene. Yeah. A woman <laughs> needs to be serving him in basically like glittery nude. Mm-hmm. And he needs to be super powerful and super, super wealthy. Mm-hmm. He needs to be offering women yeah. and food to yeah. whoever comes. Don't forget to mention dates. Like all of it in this <laughs> trope. You know what I mean? Dates. He's, someone's got to ride a camel on the way in. Don't yep, forget a sunset shot yeah. in the sand. <laughs> There's like the checklist, the bingo card for like... <laughs> A Middle Eastern Middle East, yeah. desert scene, Vibe, yeah, pre two thousand and ten, and this is it. It like hits them all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, um, and I'm thinking like in the seventies. If you think about travel and stuff, like around that time, this is their glimpse of what the outside yeah. world looks like. You this know, is the only for exactly. most people. So there is a part of like they want to you know show you everything of what it's about but then it's like are but you then pushed? they show it in a cer- very specific way exactly. you're like mm, you're influencing in a yep in a way yeah. it's you're wrapping it in the hollywood or western eyes bow 
bow mm-hmm. and then it's like yeah uh, yeah anyway good call calling but cool out to have seen such things mm-hmm. yeah um what's your number one outfit or first mm. outfit uh, oh, but I do love the idea of the outfit and the outfit in general. You know, know, like... That's the thing. It's still cute. We always say, like, <laughs> well, it's very 70s, but that part aside, like, the concept of it, the yeah. way it would execute today, love it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And generally, it then, still love it. Um, you know, but I think I would like the one that's purple a little bit more. I know. That one's cute, too. I, I didn't... You didn't get a lot of detail on the other outfits, but whatever. I, I like them all. I love the concept of that. I want to wear that shit around the house all day. <laughs> and I will. <laughs> Um, okay, my number one, I'm just jumping right to it, is the navy dress she wears with the crystal stuff. Yes. Uh, yes. What is it called? Like lining is not the word. Just That's like, the inside stuff. Just um, trim. Trim. <laughs> crystal trim. Yeah. Oh, and I, by she, I mean triple X. Yes. Major okay. Amasova. Yes, yes. That is, hold on, that's that's my number two. And I was having say, that's seen in my it, list. Yeah, okay, well, perfect. We'll having seen about. it in motion for the first time, uh, it's totally, Palo- the Paloma outfit is totally uh, an inspiration by this, right? like taken by this. Absolutely. And it's yeah. the same, it's it, really interesting because this is one of the few times that there's another female um, also like a, agent, agent who's like working with him, who's closer to an equal like mm-hmm. clearly neither of them are equals to him but they're like in the system closer this to one, yeah and mm-hmm. that's it's so clearly a call to her i know after I seeing love, this that's why i got yes because this is one of my all-time favorite um on-screen bond girl looks it's she i mean the slit the color mm. the is it just cut. one slit i couldn't tell I it could be two remember it could be two it might be just one it could be two i'm not sure um but um, it's like a matte fabric. I mm. want to say jersey because it's the 70s. Like really? It could be a silk jersey. It doesn't look like jersey from my... See, because the first time I thought it was like... From my uh, screen. Like silk. Or it could be um, crepe, crepe de chine mm. or something. Like a matte, more of a matte kind of silk. Yeah. Um, but if it you're has new a to the podcast, Elma and I watch these on different <laughs> movie screens. And since they're such old films with different kind of re... Uh, Mastering. Remastering. Mm-hmm. They always look slightly different. Like sometimes we'll be like, I like the white thing. And she'll be like, it's the blue. blue. <laughs> <laughs> so we're unsure. Yes. Certain. I'm sure someone out there knows. Um, but I like that it's kind of a matte fabric. Yeah. The plunge front is like the perfect height. It fits her so nicely. Beautiful. I love that because of the cut from the front, you can still see the entire crystal Mm-hmm. design all the way down her sides if yeah. it's if she's facing directly front it's not like she has to go, mo- turn to the side yes. for you to see that yes i love that yeah gorgeous she looks stunning in and that. i love that it's not just a straight drop down like v in the center but it's a bit more of a boat neck yeah but it gives it, you like, the feeling of a yeah v. yeah it's just like a kind of like a spread wide like spread a, wide a, a widespread v <laughs> widespread v in crystals oh my goodness the most glamorous and this is why the bond production chose it <laughs> exactly in the 70s oh my gosh um, the other but, thing i loved about it is i love that the costume designer chose this outfit for one that she was going to be in for a long time so we get to see it mm-hmm. a lot and we get to see it in different lights and different ways of wearing it basically like she's in the daytime in the desert fighting stuff and getting beat up and then she's also yeah. like out at a beautiful night fancy place having a drink yes and i love um like you get to see her wearing, like you said um in the different settings i mm-hmm. love that they put 
her uh, in a ponytail for mm-hmm. the fighty yes. scenes. I'm like, finally. Yeah. They put her hair up. Yeah. Get and they continue to do it. Like yeah. when she does often when she does that kind of thing she pulls her hair back yes Ugh. so a little detail that goes a long way it's because it's huge. practical and real huge 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 yes i love that dress um should we talk about that van scene where she falls asleep on him or no, which no, part no, are the you van, about like uh, where he's like you're a woman driver woman drivers <laughs> yeah well yeah. it's in my notes <laughs> the part of it that stood out to me most because i was like whatever 70s suck it i know because um, she gets him back she's like yeah but i did do this driving thing like whatever she says in that yeah. voice they're both just like annoyed at each other which yeah. i kind of like that um i like that part of it yeah mm, he doesn't yeah. need to be so sexist but i know whatever, it's the 70s <laughs> But the uh, afterward, when they're driving through, starting to drive through through the desert and that van starts breaking down Mm -hmm. before they go and find another ride, they play like a circus song. It's it's like a 70s song, but it sounds like a circus, like a 70s circus. It comes to me. It sounds like it comes in quite aggressively and it just bumps around like (laughs) like whatever it is. That's okay. I remember. And I was jolted by that. Just like, oh. What? What now? <laughs> they made uh, some a funny choice. choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the music. Um, This era, like Roger Moore's era of Bond, totally borrowed music from other movies. Mm. Like they, they hint at the cultural stuff of the time, mm. you know, which I think is, is That's cute. That's cool. So, so like, for example, in, um, well, in Moonraker, directed by the same guy, um, they had the Close Encounters theme, like, for a little bit. Or, like, oh. in this one, they had um, Lawrence of the Arabia theme in there when they're walking really? in the desert. Yeah. Oh, wow, um, that's interesting. It's like a meme movie. <laughs> a movie meme. A move meme. Move meme. Move meme? Me movie. <laughs> me movie. I like my movie better. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um okay should i tell you oh that was my number two also oh right right. yes uh should i do my two then look yes i know you know my two because you sent some pictures and it's very obscure but you caught it oh my number two is the asian woman in that like chinese inspired dress Mm -hmm. the white satin silk looking thing it's like she's just sitting behind the villain guy who initially gives them the microfilm but then gets killed or yes prior to giving it to them he gets killed yeah uh, so he's in there for just a bit and she's one of the like two beautiful women's at his table sitting behind him uh-huh and <laughs> she's the like only asian woman in the film i think mm, maybe one yeah. of two one of one mm, one of one one of one yeah, i think maybe um and she's gorgeous but this she dress gorgeous. like the second the camera turned to her i'm like that dress that dress that dress, that dress, dress that was an honorable mention of mine i oh. love it yeah it's white with like the little like flower embroidered mm-hmm. detail that's like classic of that shape of dress. The, we're talking about the Chinese classical dress with like this the Men's slightly high, hot, blah, slightly high collar against the neck. Yeah, you know these terms yeah. more than Ma- I do. Ma- Mandarin collar. Oh, Mandarin <laughs> collar. Yeah, yeah, pretty. Of course, and like a chi pao or a chong sam. I I can't remember. These are if the, the terms, terms I are interchangeable. I'm not great um, at. But yes, that traditional Chinese style dress. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I love so that one. So gorgeous. Yeah. I, I think that whole scene is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The black and the stark black and white like lobby or mm-hmm. whatever dance floor it is at the um, at the bar. Um, he looks great. She is fantastic when she enters. And mm-hmm. then all the guests, I think, look great. And they um, show suddenly like people and color and yeah. movement. And up until then, it's been more... Mm-hmm. Uh, like monochrome it's been more like just the same with like little pops like oh but yeah. ronald mcdonald's here it but just- the rest <laughs> is just snow and black yeah. yeah oh but this but the rest is just mm-hmm. and here we're just like life yes yes 
Definitely. And we get those rock star Sufis like going crazy. They, when yeah. the guy dies, they keep cutting back to these like, <laughs> I think they're Sufi dancers. That's yeah. what they look like. He's cutting dervishes. back to their faces like going crazy, whipping their heads around, going crazy, <laughs> whipping their heads around. Like, oh my. <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, Sufi dancing is a spiritual thing. And they're like, this is how he dies. <laughs> <laughs> like making it intense. I know. And stuff. It was a little. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. 70s cuts. Yeah, 70s cuts. <laughs> Okay, my number three. Number three? Yes. Yes. Is um, Anya wears this like indigo blue. Yep, same. Ah! Also my number three. Yes. I knew it. The tight the tight dress that's, it looks like a stretch. It looks I like knit of some yeah, sort. Yeah, exactly. And it's a. This one maybe. It's belted. Jersey. Um, belted and it's like a three quarter sleeve length. It's when yep. they're checking into the hotel. Yep. Belted just at the weight, the like natural waist. And you know, I love this because i had a dress that basically looks exactly i like was gonna it. say when i saw this i was like doesn't elmo own that you remember yeah i don't have it anymore Dang. it was like a cheapo like h&m dress yep. but i was like i could totally cosplay this if i still had it now it was, you could i know it was you really exactly could. it and the bag i feel like the bag mm-hmm. makes it is red bag yes that matching it's, it's just cute. a nice pop of color and this is the first time we see her like in color before uh-huh. this it's like pretty neutral stuff yeah and like more like vacation like casual wear mm-hmm. like i think that's before true. this she was more in uniform it's very madeline swan and... don't you think like a knit oh, dress the... with a v that doesn't show cleavage yeah and the that's sleeve length immediately mm-hmm. madeline swan interesting reference call out yes yes yeah 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 super cute i like that oh i'm so Love glad it. you picked it too mm-hmm. um yeah and she looks great in it she does <laughs> but she's doing <laughs> If you look closely at one of the pictures, I only noticed this after. The belt is brown. The bag is red. Yeah. On the bag, she's doing the classic 80s move, which clearly started in the 70s, of tying a knot in your I, bag strap. I just saw to shorten. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. So is that an, like an 80s thing? Like It was a thing in the 80s. <laughs> clearly, okay. it started prior. It started 77. My assumption was always that the idea was like they make the strap long enough to go across your body, yeah. but if you wanted to just do one shoulder, you would shorten it that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then in the 80s, they just abused it. They're just like, everything <laughs> can be shortened. Do what you like with it. And it just became a, a way to celebrate wearing things. <laughs> um, yeah. Dang, I didn't notice that at all. Don't love that detail. Just for, yeah. the, record. for the record, that's a negative. that's a negative Mm -hmm. Uh, other thoughts on that dress no i think it's just a cute little i would wear it today kind of dress same yeah same okay my next one is bond in his navy uniform because i had i was re-looking at my list i was like i have to put i have to pick a suit i think i can't just have five anya looks and you had to pick a navy suit because it's the only one without a 70s tie yes that is like wider than the bed Oh my gosh, yes. If we talk about like what this, yeah, I don't love the Roger Moore era suits a lot. No, ever. I blame the 70s. Mm, yeah. Although I mean, he could it, have the suit part tailored better. Yeah. Even there, 70s. I mean, for the time, I, it looks good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't love a lot of the, I mean, yeah, it's the 70s mostly. The lapel widths, the wide legs. He still carries a lot of it well, like, like a full denim suit, you know? Like he's yeah. <laughs> When I think about looks, suit looks in the 70s, like shapes and cuts for suits in the 70s, and I think of them on someone like Roger Moore in a Bond movie, for example, I'm like, oh yeah, that era sucked. But then I think of them on like a stylish black man 
mm-hmm. in like a 70s yeah, movie that's like sure. stylish. I'm like, yeah. oh, I love it. Yeah, so like, I'm like, I, it can be done right. No, you're so right. But it's like, just not done right here. It's when they lean far enough into the trend where they're, like you say, style, like putting the style into it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this is like the businessman version of yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the 70s, yeah. which, mm, yeah. And I'm not trying to like racialize style or whatever. Racialize isn't a term, but you get what I mean, I think. But it, it just is what it is. It's a type of content that existed. <laughs> the stylish <laughs> stuff. John- Went in that direction. Sure. John Travolta and Saturday Night Yeah, John Fever. Travolta doesn't do it bad. Yeah. Although his is like extra tight. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, his is a little extra for sure. <laughs> he goes above and beyond. Um, okay, wait. That was my number... Four? Four. Yes. Okay. My number four, surprise, surprise, is... How do you say the villain's name? Strombo? Stromberg. Stromberg. Yeah, Strombo. I like I like Strombo. You know, I don't it's... know. I'll call him Strombo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him Professor Strombo because that's more fun. Um, I love it. So Professor Strombo's like he's wearing, it looks like a black mock neck or turtleneck and he's yes. wearing this like maroonish, somewhat metallic-y looking yeah, it's like shiny. suit, like pant yeah. and top thing. Mm-hmm. But the top thing does not button all the way down. It's like, it's open at the neck, V style, with like maybe some buttons or something at the top, but the buttons only end like at the nipple. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And he has some kind of necklace on with it that's just kind of large and chunky. It looks like it would be like a cross, but I don't think it's actually a cross, but like some chunky gold thing. Like a hook? At about like the nipple height as well. But the material is just very cool. It's the kind I, of material you see everywhere in the 90s, or that look at least. Yeah, like a little bit Night at the Roxbury suit style. It, it's very much right? Night at the Roxbury, <laughs> color-wise. Not yeah. shape. Yes, yes, not at all shape. Color, fabric, material. It's yes. more of like a priest in shape. But yes. like a priest went to Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> exactly. Is Professor Strombo. Yeah. Um, oh, it is Professor. No, or that's no, just, no, just Okay, saying. I thought for a second you were like, that's yeah, correct. <laughs> Um, I'm so happy you picked this one because it actually was my original number four, <gasps> and then I swapped it out for. I almost Roger swapped Moore. for one also right here. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I, I can do- tell you what I almost swapped for after. Okay, yeah, tell me after. Because I, I do. This is my favorite one that he wears, but oh, I yeah. liked, I liked a lot of his outfits though. Because I um, did too. Right? Like they're just striking images for like mm-hmm. a, a villain. He had like it's a bit Star Trekky. I don't know when Star. It Trek- is a bit Star Trekky, and maybe that's why I love it. Because mm. like I would wear this. <laughs> I, I don't know if I like the length yeah. of the top. It's very tunic length on yeah. a woman. But I would wear like a modernized version where it was like more of a crop top with a really Ooh, high okay. waisted pant and maybe the pants slightly more fitted yeah but still wide-legged at the bottom i would wear that immediately especially over a little black mock neck turtleneck okay i mean you're selling i'm looking what i'm seeing in the pictures of stromberg versus what you're selling in my ears is like totally two different oh it feels different to you (laughs) yeah to me it feels like your version i'm like like, for a young lady yeah that's (laughs) no that would be where we got that would be so cute um because i love Oh, yeah, it sounds adorable. It sounds like something Audrey Hepburn would wear when you describe it. Mm. Oh, maybe. Um, but good choice. Good choice. Yeah, I thought Thank the you. villain was dressed really well. Me too. Um, my last outfit that I chose is, um, and a lot of people don't like this because of the what it means in context, but it's Anya's capture outfit. You mean her like maroonish? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's my number five. Yeah. Are you kidding? I know. I love it. But also, it. this is like currently, this is one of the top three most trendy cuts in a dress at all. Yeah. At the that moment, cut 2021. Out. 
Wait, is it a dress or pants? They're pants. Oh, but in the style oh, in, that's popular is yeah, dress. In the I dress, didn't yeah. know if it was pants. I didn't even look at the bottom at all. I, think I mean, look at the top. How I, could I? I know. The top is so good. And it has cuffs, arm freaking yes. cuffs. Yes. So, oh my God. Yes. And so this is very like, you know, people. Uh, Star Wars came out same year. Um, Princess yes, Leia. But, e, but I asked, okay, I did not technically oh, do me. the Googling, but I was sitting next to a friend and I asked him and he immediately Googled. I asked when did the Princess Leia metallic yeah, capture yeah. uniform come out because that's what it seems to be referencing. And I was like, who's referencing who? Yes, exactly. He said that one comes out in 83 because oh, it's not okay, in the first Star Wars, in, yeah, apparently. Okay, okay, okay. I don't remember details enough of Star Wars. I would have to look it up to be certain, but I'm going to trust his Googling. Yeah. And so no, this no, no, one comes in correct. first because I was yeah. thinking like this is the classic trope they're doing where like villain captures a woman puts her in a revealing and somewhat slave referencing yes, yeah. slinky red toned outfit mm-hmm. big on the boobs and eat, like princess boobs. jasmine in the 90s mm-hmm. same freaking outfit basically mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> her red capture look like they do it it's such a trope it's and a i trope. don't know where that freaking trope comes from because it's kind of oddly specific to be repeated in such a similar fashion in so many films did bond start this trope i don't mm. think bond could have started no. it i feel like a it legend or a myth must have started oh, it to be yes, this yes, intense yes, yes. of a trope yeah. but who's the first one to like visualize it? absolutely could be this movie <laughs> But I would feel like an animated film or some kind of like oh, yeah, intensely yeah. classic something would have done it. But I don't can't think of one. I have no idea. Um, anyway, it did come before Leia's, though, apparently. So Leia took it from us. What? From, from us. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's so cute. Oh, my God. It's so cute. The that cut cross also neck. her boobs. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. I know. She looks amazing. <laughs> she looks. She looks. She looks. You know, it just makes sense in a movie where we literally see her actual boobs. I that yeah. they'd be okay with showing this much <laughs> sexuality. Um, let's talk about that scene, though. Okay. I hate that for the whole movie she was 50-50 one-upping him at his side I, all the things if i'm being fair i don't think she was 50-50 i think she was always someone who would be like like if this was military ranking she'd be like two or three ranks below him mm. i didn't think she seemed to be his equal yeah but she was close i mean she was still in her her country's version of the it's like working the same job but being like you know a roll or two underneath yeah Okay. I mean, I like the, you know, like in the scene when they're going through the microfilm stuff and then it it was, it was very like UK versus Russia. Like, yeah, she uh, definitely, I mean, she was able to like match him many times for sure. And then like, um, I mean, I like the, like a little bit earlier when she does the cigarette like thing in Mm -hmm, his face, mm -hmm. um, all those moments. I I feel like they're like those one upmanships Mm -hmm. that I love. And then she's a damsel. And then, Hate it. I know. And even, like, if you look at On Her Majesty's, where Diana Rigg is kind of the same, like, she um, has a big part in the story um, in terms of, like, you know, her own motivations and her character and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then when she's captured, she's still kind of, you know, there's, like, dialogue. Takes action. Yeah, she takes action. Yeah. There's dialogue with the villain. There's, like, she's noticing that her, you know, father's, like, people are coming to save her and she and she also then fights in those Mm -hmm. scenes like they could have and that came out before this movie like they could have just oh yeah yeah anyway i hate that in the 70s (laughs) they really were like eh, nope they just give up yeah always at the end of the movie they do the beginning part 
often in a movie that does it well they do the beginning part well mm-hmm. and then at the end they just like like we haven't gotten to the last scenes of the film yet and i'm gonna hold my tongue okay <laughs> it just hits a certain point and it just rolls right down the hill nice and quick <laughs> yes right i know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um okay that was, was that our... your four no that was my number five your I five think... okay. oh and my five too of course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you want to honorable first or keep and kill? I was going to ask, what should we do? Let's, Let's do... Let's maybe keep and kill. Okay. Okay. Uh, you want to keep or I keep? I will go first. Okay. Anya's capture outfit. Same. <laughs> Done. Easy. Easy. Yeah. I'd wear that. On the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wear that today for show. Oh, yes. Um, Easily. Yeah. And it is such a... Like, it is one of the most trendy cuts right now I know. period like on point top three for real i can't believe how perfectly imitated it is except the second cross at the neck is less common but still <laughs> yeah but the second cross at the neck in other shapes is really common it's just like such a right now outfit it's crazy um, good choice okay my kill is this outfit that the <gasps> lady <laughs> That's your kill? Okay, I just showed I just showed the picture to Alana. Clearly. <laughs> Let me do you hear me? Describe it to you guys. Um it's the assistant lady to Stromberg that says Dr. Bergman and Professor Markovitz is here or whatever and leads them into the room um earlier in the film and she's wearing this off-white jumpsuit that has like a belt with a dolphin on it, cuffs with huge collar. Huge, huge collar. collar. Okay, and it's like the, a it's like a halter cut, but yeah. with a huge collar. Huge the collar, collar goes beyond the halter. Yes, like yeah, huge collar, deepest plunge to her waistline, baggy pants that are tucked into boots. But it's like a jumpsuit, so like connectedly yeah, yeah, right. jumpsuit. Correct. Um, and cuffs matching the belt. Matching exactly. Dolphin cuff. I think there's dolphins maybe on or like other sea creatures. <laughs> this. At I least the boots match kill. the the cuffs and the belt though. That's the same brown, but the boots are like sure. just below the knee, so like it looks like that harem pant kind of like <laughs> big old yeah, billowy yeah, like, until it suddenly is tight. Exactly. Um that was my kill. Man, what are your thoughts? I Do you like love it? that <laughs> for a 70s look. I mean, it's yeah. not like my favorite thing at the moment, but I thought, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. It definitely stood out. Like, it's an eye catcher. It definitely stands out, yeah. for sure. Like, it's unique. I did not notice the dolphins <laughs> when I was watching the movie. But in the picture, yeah, that's a very large, clear... It's either a dolphin or a big old fish. Yes. So, maybe, yeah. Maybe I think fish. it's a dolphin. I think it's a dolphin. <laughs> It'd be hard to see that and think fish. But on her wrist, it does look like maybe it's a fish. Yeah. I think it's just sea creatures throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, dolphin is the central piece. <laughs> oh my goodness what is the back looks cool though the back looks like it's really yeah. thin kind of like exactly that one cashmere gray thing we made together one year yeah looks like yeah. a similar back it's like a very narrow racer back like a strip that's of, how you call uh, it yeah fabric down the back i do like that yeah that's mm-hmm. cool yeah and i just thought it was striking white jumpsuit yeah. i don't know anyway striking. i yeah. wouldn't have cut it but I get it. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. We still be friends. <laughs> now I want to hear your kill. My kill. It was hard for me because there were some outfits that I was like, oh boy. Oh. But I thought they were so interesting and or funny and whatever. And they weren't super out of character for anybody. So I, I enjoyed them and I yeah. wouldn't want to really cut them from the film. 
So I didn't want to pick those as kills. So the kill I went with was just the one that I most just really didn't like in its context. And that is in the train scene at the end of the movie, James Bond is wearing like a brownish colored suit. Mostly his jacket is off and he's wearing this like white with brownish colored stripes button down top uh-huh. and I just think that top's so ugly and he keeps it on for quite a while um, yeah. and that's my kill it's like thick old stripes just like the very 70s yeah. looking uh-uh. I know there's a lot of um, weird stripe play definitely in the Ugh. 70s that I mean yeah it's whatever I'm fine without it okay that's my that's Good my shout out. I mean, though. it's very, I don't remember it. So exactly. Yeah, it's very forgettable. That's why at the end I was like, should I keep that as my kill? Should I dig a different kill? But whatever, it's my kill. And he had a lot of outfits too in this movie. He had a lot of outfits, but they look like the same thing in like different colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like swiping <laughs> through the catalog and they're just like, great, we'll get it in six colors and that's the movie. <laughs> I did, I wrote one note um, of, I like that scene when he, um, after she does the cigarette thing in his face and he passes out on the boat and wakes up and like what you were saying about how beautifully shot it is i love just how he looks laying like on the boat with the sun in his face and Mm -hmm. a bit sweaty and this like dusty tux um i liked the dusty tuxes yeah the like how it all looked worn and everything yeah like that and also jaws (laughs) (laughs) i just can't get over the cinematography because so much of the visuals especially were in places like the desert or in the snow, which is hard to shoot because of the light reflection. First of all, you have to calculate for that with a film camera from the 70s. Desert in the snow. And they're mostly shot at sunset, Mm. which is the light changes every like 10 seconds. You need to be so on it to expose that properly. Mm -hmm. And most of it, the close-ups are a little rougher, Mm -hmm. but the wides are like perfect. Mm, Yeah. Oh, Ah. like that's not easy. And it's gorgeous. So (laughs) I like can't, I, I don't think I've seen another film in prior to digital that like captures those so oh, well. Oh yeah. Oh, I love hearing that mm, um, from really, your perspective. Really yeah, like because I I do think it's a beautiful. And I noticed a lot of one. camera stuff that they were using that I don't know if I've noticed in the past, and I don't know if this correlates with like when these things were being invented. Mm. But in the seventies, you see a lot of, especially in the eighties. So maybe it starts late seventies you see a lot of uh, like a filter on the lens that makes sparkles or bright lights look in a certain shape. Yes. That's the type of filter. And they use that here. I actually wrote it in my notes later. They use that in this film. I don't know if they use it in every scene, but you can tell in certain scenes, like people often use it on water. So it looks kind of like actual sparkles, Mm -hmm. Um, but they use it even in their explosion scenes. So if there's like (laughs) light sparking off the explosion, the sparkle, the sparks are sparkles. Glittery explosions. Glittery sparkles. And I wrote that and I was like, you know what? I like this. I would want to do like, I want explosions to feel a little more sparkly. Yeah. Just adds up sparkle. A little more accessible oh, to that. someone like me who's like over it. Another explosion. <laughs> but this one's glittery. Yeah, so that's I thought great. that was really cool. <laughs> but they, I saw that. and I also noticed they were using gradient filters, it looks like. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, I could be wrong. But from, from my eye, uh, in a lot of the sunset scenes and stuff like that, shots. Mm. And I thought that was really cool. Like, what's up? They just come out with cool. like, is this a new thing to use filters? Maybe so many filters on cameras at the time because mm. they really use or just the cinematographer really liked them i guess cool. seemed like they use a lot yeah, yeah. a lot of that um sh- should we talk about our honorable mentions yeah okay 
Um, okay, I'll go first. Um, okay. I loved... No, wait, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I thought I thought it was really cute. M in this movie is wearing, in one scene, like a polka dot tie. Well, um, didn't even notice. <laughs> which I thought felt, like, not out of character, but like, oh, he's, like, trying things. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was cute. Um, oh, okay. M in like beige pants and then the it's like not even a full coordinated like yeah coordinated but they not did a lot suit. of different colored pants to, to to jacket yeah, in this and I, I guess that was a 70s thing i didn't know about menswear yeah i guess so they're like you can mix and match not like how we did in the 60s yeah but sometimes always... they mix and match poorly so Ooh, yeah yeah no for sure they were trying things <laughs> they were trying and we appreciate that thank you for trying thank you for trying um i loved anya Omasova's um like uniform military uniform when she was first yeah. called in oh to... i liked both i just thought like oh this girl looks good oh yeah 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 in general yeah she looks great um but i liked that the i mean the tailoring looked perfect first of all like you expect a you know like a high-ranking officer's uniform to be but the hip had like a nice uh, oh, like details. It, it, it looked just more hourglass. It was like um, I want to say like uh, calls back to uh, I don't know, like more like the like Dior Blade Runner look. I was gonna say Dior's new look. Oh, okay. You know? Well, yours is like <laughs> clearly where we get our references. The four, yeah, from like the nineteen forties. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, late forties. Um, where it's just like the thin classic. waspy, yeah, yeah, wasp-like shape, and it had a hint of that in her jacket. Oh my god, you're so right! It's so beautiful, like mm. just really beautifully tailored. Um, yes, I love, I love those. Oh, I almost put this in my list as something to keep, but Stromberg's worker uniforms. So that was going to be my list. That was going to be my yes. number four. That was my alt four. Oh, yes. I think okay. they're incredible. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, well, I might, maybe I should change it I because know. very, the cut on them and you don't notice until you get up close and you're like, oh, that collar so cool. Especially in the fabric. Like I could go on. Yes. I know. Okay. They're the red in the submarine yeah. uniforms. But did you notice there's like each like section of workers have different, different. yes yeah, right which is why at first i was like okay cool Great. red and then i'm like oh no they okay, thought cool about red. it yeah it's like the people behind the computers have a different thing the people yeah. carrying the guns have their like kind of michael jackson knockoff thing you know yeah and they had like beret looking <laughs> yeah, also is yeah. he professor strombo strombo <laughs> listen for me it's strombo lou it is strombo for professor strombo is he French? Where? What is he from? Because I couldn't tell at first, and I couldn't tell by his accent. And I started looking at visual cues, and I'm like, okay, so the they have berets. Some of them are wearing mm-hmm. like not exactly berets, but like military beret hybrid looking hats. Mm-hmm. And then he had a few words that were like names of things that sounded like the French word for or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, it could just be coincidence, or because he's from somewhere, he has a bit of an accent, a but bit. it's not I... landable. It's like. It's meant yeah. to be like he has none. I Story, think. yeah. Story wise, I don't know. Mm. I don't know where he's from because to me, he is such a forgettable villain. <laughs> really? Oh, you I, know what? They just don't make him a part of it. Yeah, like kinda. he's not a necessity to the film. I feel like yeah. storytelling wise. Like I don't. Or story. Yeah, he's he's not um, particularly one of my favorite villains. But this time though, I did appreciate more. Like just. I mean, his wardrobe choices. <laughs> yeah. I like that he has um, an appreciation for art mm-hmm. and design, probably the most from what I've seen out of villains. Yeah, there's 
there's other i feel like doc he's very similar to dr no like in terms mm. of like that underground but we like, get to see know, the... so much more of his visual stuff that i just yeah. assume that i like his better <laughs> yeah 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 i hear that for sure um and like the the design of his lair is gorgeous and his clothes seem really impeccably designed yeah but, and what i dr no's clothes are really cool with their asian influence mm-hmm. but like I said, I've said in previous episodes, getting that, adding that Asian influence to European stuff is a great way to like pump it up really quick and easy, and it looks mm-hmm. so interesting and good. But to be able to pump stuff up still in the Western look mm-hmm. is harder, mm-hmm. I think, to find yeah. something that's really like, oh, cool. And I feel like they did that with him with his clothes. Yeah. So I almost think it's even cooler. I know. I Yeah. It's like I was saying that a bit Star Trek, but also kind of like med- it reminds me. I used to design scrubs, medical yeah. scrubs. It has a lot of that kind of minimal mm. utilitarian like shapes to it in an interesting way, like in a modern cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, his workers uniforms were awesome. Lots of cool details. Um, like they were specially designed, you know, they weren't like, oh, let's just grab a jumpsuit and like, yeah, you know, put them in Super all red jumpsuits. Specially, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, this villain in his like high taste mm. m- reminds me of, I don't remember the name of the cult and I'm not going to think of it on purpose, <laughs> but there's a cult that the the original cult leader is still alive at this moment, unless he recently died. He's like Ooh. 80 or something okay. if he's still alive, um, but it's like an active cult is what I mean. Um, that doesn't seem to be the most damaging of cults. I mean, I don't <laughs> okay. want to yeah, be calling this- out the most evil cult ever, but it is technically a cult. Um, it's in Northern California somewhere mm. and, uh, That's here. <laughs> which is here, awkward. um, but the guy, the, like one of the standout things about this cult, the main cult leader guy is really into art, like mm. high art. Like he is spent, you know, cults are always like making a bunch of money for their leader. He's spending all that money on, on creating mansions in which to house like the most famous art pieces. Oh, and like, he's, he's co- crazy. a collector of like, like he'd buy the Mona Lisa if he could. Uh, crazy. Big art. Like they, they spend their weekends, even though it's a cult. I think mm-hmm. this is one of the things that keeps people around. They spend their weekends, like listening to live piano by the top concert pianist okay. and like drinking <laughs> champagne at sunset. Like it's all about the most incredible luxury, especially European. Sure. Yeah. That's and him. it remind, reminds this, me of this like guy. This I'm like, guy? so that's him. Like our villain. Did this guy watch this when he was young? And oh like he just God. became this villain. Yeah. But I mean, this guy's much more extreme because yeah. their story on story about this well, stuff. But I don't know. I mean, I think it, he's supposed to be pretty extreme too, wanting to start his own civilization underwater and stuff. You know? I mean, this guy so, literally is. That's what a, yeah. his version of a, okay. most cults are. What yes. his version is. He's yeah, like, yeah. we're all going to live here and do our own yeah, yeah, yeah. life world. Yeah. So pretty much. And they make wine and all this kind of stuff, which is actually award winning. <laughs> Like if you basically if you step aside the the amount of it seems like there's some mind control so people are doing things against their will you like all cults you get a little yeah. brainwash to do things you might not normally do and it seems like there's also from that leader some sexual issues mm. abuse sure. if you take that part aside it sounds lovely <laughs> you add that back in you're like and it's a cult <laughs> got it asterisk yeah and it's a cult so uh, it really reminds me of this guy. Huh. I couldn't stop thinking about that because they're they you know obviously this guy's white and quite old the cult mm-hmm. leader I'm talking about okay. very similar looking to this fellow. Well, this is not a cult leader, but you know who else is uh, definitely he influenced could be. You by this. Know. Um, 
well, I was going to say. Elon. Oh, I meant the yeah. could be a cult leader okay. from the film. But yes, <laughs> who are you saying it? I was going to the... say. Uh, Elon Musk actually, I think, really loved this movie because oh. um, do you know that thing? There's like a little secret thing. The in, gadgets in, the in this movie. If oh, I was Elon ga- Musk, I would love them. Right? Yeah. So um, the car, the underwater car. Yeah. And then also the boat that pops out of like a missile shell or yeah. something. Like, what? <laughs> and all everything being rounded and like cool aesthetic so okay yeah production design is by ken adam he's like the main killer production yeah absolutely beautiful like epic most epic design sets designs and yeah that's what locations and sets i wrote Mm -hmm. in my notes are like insane so many underlines yeah so um elon musk actually owns that car that was in the movie i think he (gasps) bought it in auction for like a million uh eight hundred thousand dollars or something wow quite specific (laughs) um but that uh in like his tesla model s cars like you, if you type in like a little keyword something called like 007 i don't know i don't have a tesla i don't know where to put this but you, you type in 007 and then it turns the visual of the tesla into that car <gasps> i know it's so cute you're kidding i love it okay somebody who knows about this needs to please dm us and if you can send a photo video i want a personal <laughs> you know someone who's done this <laughs> yeah wow cool um, so like little thing you know everyone there are people all over the world and things culture is influenced by bond and this has a big cultural influence i think this so one cool and this <laughs> one really has incredible gadgets i feel like we don't have I time know. to get into the gadgets but let's just say they're fantastic they are yes very good gadgets um any more honorable mention outfits yes <laughs> <laughs> one i just wrote in my notes after many notes prior i wrote Bitch loves a khaki dress. <laughs> She's just like, khaki dress? How about I do it in a khaki dress? Perhaps a knee-length khaki dress? Maybe some buttons on a khaki dress. <laughs> like, okay, we understand you have taste. A Will specific go with my khaki dress? Yeah. Yes, and I totally. didn't love any of them, but I felt like, no. cool, she's got a style. Yeah. It's fine. Also, it's very 70s. I mean, like, I think the um, one of Stromberg's, the lady that drops through the, the elevator hole. Yes, you know, she also yes. had the khaki dress, khaki and scarf. Then yeah. she showed the first time we see our girl, she shows up in a khaki knee-length skirt yeah. and jacket. Uh-huh. Like That's okay, right. yeah, pretty much a khaki dress, but make it business. <laughs> yeah, the seventies. <laughs> um, we saw a safari suit in this also, Chuck. which I didn't even pay attention to. I was so focused on other things, <laughs> and I thought, wow, what a thing to take Alana away from a safari suit. <laughs> totally. She wears a slip. We have some. She undergarments does. showing yeah with our lingerie champion yeah, expert pretty, here pretty basic it's like pretty basic yeah and um you know in the train fighty scene i um you know it's a whatever train fight to be honest um well what my note about the fights in this is all the fights are meh <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just that 70s and roger moore choreography stuff yeah. is like just meh. There are like, a few hilarious moments, like when the, oh, the yeah. one guy's holding onto his tie and falling off the edge. Yeah. And he just asks him a question. And he, he I wrote down somewhere the word he says, the answer. Like, I want I want that Cairo. clip on my Wait, phone. Wait, was it Cairo? No, that was uh, Feckish. No, I can't remember. <laughs> he says pyramids. Pyramids. Yes. Pyramids. Yes. Ah! Because <laughs> he just falls. Like, I need that. I need that for, first of all, to be a ringtone or something. Like, I need that. <laughs> Desperately need that. Yeah. Also, visual moment that I need just the clip of, like I need it to be a GIF, is when uh, Major Amasova takes this gun in Cairo somewhere. She takes a gun out of her purse and just th- tosses the yes. purse. Yes. I'm yes. like, oh yeah. my God, I love it. I know. I love that too. She's like, I got my gun. 
don't need that shit anymore. I just anymore. screamed, secret gun. Yeah. At the screen, I loved it. <laughs> it's the tiniest gun. Uh, it's like a nail polish. It's so small. <laughs> yeah, I love that too. Um, that was the first time I noticed that moment in this watch. Oh, and so good. This watch was the first time I noticed um, that. I feel like we have to, we already mentioned she wears a terrible knit hat, so we can oh, walk past yeah. it. And guess mm-hmm. what she's wearing with it? A khaki suit. <laughs> I mean, the suit's not too bad in my opinion, but... Yes, don't yes, put that on the head that. of it. Uh, I have to mention in that same scene, that's the scene where this woman rides up in like a bikini and like a big open caftan yeah. type of yeah. looking thing. And Bond's like, oh, staring yeah. at this woman with way too much makeup on. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And I, oh, first of all, her her tan is fake and bad looking. It looks <laughs> blotchy in places. I'm so sorry. That's the 70s, I guess. But I'm so tired of the trope and we see it so much in older movies like this of the like as soon as you have sex or have some kind of romantic connection with someone this woman suddenly becomes the jealous woman and they're trying to turn Amasava into that and I'm like that's not even in character dude at all she's not even over her dead lover I know and she's supposed to be like jealous of you you're the one that killed him she didn't care I know if anything I mean I didn't like that she was seeming romantically interested in him, but it seemed like in the beginning they kept twisting it where she was like, oh, just kidding. I did that to get at you yeah, the way yeah, he yeah. does. And I'm like, yeah. fuck yes. Yeah. And you tricked me. I was getting annoyed until I saw that swap and I was like, yeah, yeah, power move. I know. So cool. But then it starts being like, oh no, but now they're actually, and now she's jealous. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell. I and know. I, what I hate most about the trope is it's not just the like lover turns into a jealous woman immediately once sex is involved, but also the man turns into a huge asshole immediately when sex is involved. Yeah. Like no wonder like, our men were taught that and act like that as teenagers around us. Like fuck that shit. Yeah. Also they're supposed to be husband and wife is their cover. Right. And like, he's like still making eyes and she's he's making eyes actively back. Like, pushing at her and being mm-hmm. like, Oh, well she's so pretty. Oh, uh, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Fall off a cliff with like every other beautiful, like pretty woman that he interacts yeah. with, like the hotel lobby lady. He's like, he's like yeah. nudging at her when he, do, every other yeah. woman comes nearby and he's like, mm-hmm. like she, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Like, Come on. Are you five? <laughs> Also, it's like not no, it's human nature. It's like some trope that someone made up that everyone's like, that's normal for humans. And I'm like, I've never seen that happen normally. I've only seen like a trauma response act itself out in that way. That's not, I don't think, natural. So, okay, I had to mention, had to mention. Yes, thank you. I still have two looks I have to mention also. I'm so sorry. I'm skipping Ooh, a bunch me. of stuff, but um, the... Uh, where is it in my notes? The woman at the front desk. Okay, I sent you a you. picture. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a jellyfish's butt or something. <laughs> that is the best way to describe <laughs> this ruffled thing. Okay. Yes. That actress, Valerie Leon. She's beautiful. Um, I'm so she sorry is beautiful, for her. And she was in The Persuaders with uh, Roger Moore before too. And like so much makeup first of all yeah. and the so much ruffles mm-hmm. like striped ruffles it too. looks like a feminine version of a bomb exploded and th- that's like <laughs> what happened it's so terrible it's terrible it's terrible it's shocking it's yeah it's, it stings the eyes i know it's just so much. Um, I really want to see the whole dress because I'm like, I it's know. so terrible. I would buy it at Is a Goodwill. Is there ruffles at the hem? I'd be like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, this needs to be used for something. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't that's know. it. I mean, that's all. What else can you say? Yeah. Um, 
I agree. I almost put that as my kill, actually. Me too. Uh, but I was like, I'm enjoying it too Exactly. Much. It's kind of just funny. I was like, let's just talk about it. Um, I think that's it for my... Oh, one thing I wanted to mention that I noticed this time Ooh, is in that Egypt, e- Egyptian bar scene, um, you know, mm-hmm. that fabulous scene we love. Is this the one with the Sufis? Or like- yeah. Okay. And then the the guy that they're buying the microfilm from, mm-hmm. um, I just imagine how hot it must be filming in like places like that because his jacket, his dinner jacket, is not lined. Oh, which is very unusual. <laughs> and then I noticed um, when they cut back to the shot where he's dead, it's it has lining, so it was just like they <gasps> took out the lining for during filming. Well, because it must have been hot as fuck. This is bad. This is great right here. <laughs> Love it, these moments and so, conversations. The thing that gives it away is because he's wearing black pants. Um, you see the black pants through the jacket, and then the seam lines, like where the seam allowance matches. Mm. Um, you see, it just looks extra white, and I was like, ugh. But you know, it's very subtle. Yeah. Um, the, the last one I wanted to mention is just that the, um, Professor Strombo's mm. gray outfit is oh, like yeah. clearly Dr. Doctor Evil inspiration. Yeah. I saw that and I was just like, oh, and that's where they got it. Um, like a clue, they took the collar from, from Dr. No Dr. or no. something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but exactly. The, the, but it's, it's all... the exact same gray shape coat thing. <laughs> and yeah. they, I think they pulled a lot from this movie for Austin Powers. Yeah. But, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. No, totally. And I thought, how cute. It's exact. How cute, yeah. (laughs) And that's probably why they chose that, like, Dr. Evil looks like a creepier version of this guy. It's, um... So I get it. Yeah, wait. Dr. Evil has the scar, right? He has a scar and he's bald, but he's, like, white, blue eyes. Right. He's... European looking. Um... It's definitely pulling from all of them, but I think the most that he's pulling from is one that you haven't seen yet, but it's Uh? by the same director. Um, You Only Live Twice. You'll cool. see. Well, you'll see the villain, and maybe and, we'll see it later yeah. this season. But there's definitely, <laughs> definitely the hints of all the, you know, it's a it's a villain trope that mm-hmm. minimal, high collar, gray, yeah, Bond villain look. That um, Ronald McDonald suit in the beginning, the ski suit, <laughs> is designed by or like um, he had his own ski wear line by the what? stunt guy, the stunt oh. guy that does does the ski all the ski stuff willie bogner um it was his like clothing ski wear clothing wow brand. i know what a bold choice it's great <laughs> this movie made me wonder what is the first use of the zoom and enhance mm-hmm. because they do use it in this mm-hmm. and i'm like what <laughs> already 77 i wonder when, who so if anybody knows the first use of that love to know also the the teeth man the Jaws. Me- yes. metal teeth yes. men. his name is Jaws. his name is Jaws. well there you go <laughs> the one who fought back and killed the shark with his metal teeth yeah uh wild <laughs> yes <laughs> he there are a few moments where like there's a moment where he's fighting with bond and bond goes takes some um, like a a hot wire and goes to oh yeah stick it on his teeth him. to electrocute him yeah, yeah. And he just stand. He I stands know. there with his mouth Close wide open, mouth. so that the teeth could get electrocuted. Like, sh- shut your mouth. One second. How about? Um, that's one moment. Yeah. Another moment I have is where Bond goes to shoot him from like partway across a room, and he shoots him in the teeth, so it bounces off. I know. Yes. I'm sorry. How specific would you need to be? Also, that would at least hurt his lips or something. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. 
And the teeth are magnetic. What material are they made of? <laughs> How can he like open his mouth like, <laughs> like his teeth? Imagine well, he just can't shut his mouth because oh, it's opposite. <laughs> and yeah. maybe that's why he doesn't shut his lips. He's just like I can't. Yeah. Uh. They're constantly like resisting each other. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the moment where the car flew off a cliff in Italy, crashed directly into a house, like oh, straight yeah, yeah. down. And the first thing that the Italian guy says is "Mamma mia!" Yes. I was like, okay. Uh, Mamma mia. Okay. <laughs> um. Yes. Oh man, the seventies Bond movies were fucking fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> I also, for the first time, understand why people thought Roger Moore was going to sound so mean. Is pretty. Oh. (laughs) Up until now, I've only seen the later Roger Moore movies, and I was like, literally, how could he be a Bond? He's a cartoon of a weird man. And he's too old, and he's too weird, and he doesn't, he looks like he does not understand what people are saying around him. I was just like, "Mm, no, I don't get it. But you see him younger, and you're like, oh, he was pretty once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, you saw um, Live and Let Die. I thought he looked great in that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable. Because <laughs> uh, um, I, I think, yeah, I think he's pretty. Like, he's a handsome, charming-looking man. And then he, okay. like, tanned way too much and Ooh. then got Bad. Too, too old and creepy to play. The, mm. I mean, they were written terribly, his, his yeah. bonds. Yes, yeah. which is a huge part of it, yeah. surely. It's like how you're perceiving him. But yeah. yeah, I think he was a handsome dude. I wrote, I finally understand why people thought he was finally. so handsome, but the 80s did him dirty. <laughs> That's what I wrote in my notes. Dirty Harry. Yeah. yeah. I just want to talk about the very last, I think it's the last scene or maybe the last two scenes mm. where uh, they bond and triple x escape in the escape pod that mm-hmm. is literally an escape pod yeah <laughs> yeah and they slide into it and immediately it's like a bed sex room yeah it's like a it's sex just, bed yeah which is also like sh- definitely uh what is the movie austin powers oh, big yeah. time yeah, yeah. like they were like we're taking that uh-huh. straight shot for shot um and ends up having sex with the girl and the girl's like the woman is going to shoot him because she killed his lover. Yeah. She's been saying the whole movie, I'm going to shoot you. I never Yeah, I'll kill you. I never after don't get my I never uh, not complete mess. his mission yes, her mission I ne- or something. I always complete my missions mm-hmm. is what I'm babbling over. Yeah. <laughs> um and she just like playfully shoots off the champagne which wouldn't work. It would just make the cork stuck in the champagne, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and then like proceeds to have sex with this guy? Uh-huh. I know. I hate it. I know. With like, the passion from there from that scene from a little bit before that scene on she's a different person a different character and it's what they keep doing in movies they have them be a a generally stick with their character interesting female with Mm -hmm. a little bit of depth and then they get to the very final bit of the movie and they just throw it off a cliff and Mm -hmm. turn her into a two-dimensional like sex doll yeah you saved my life now i love you yeah and um yeah, because she was so professional. She was like... I, you saved my life, and now I'm desperately horny for you. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah. even. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No, because um, I loved how she was so professional, and she the, that scene where she learns about like how he killed her lover in Austria three weeks ago and all that. I love that storyline. I love that too. I thought it was so good. And like when you're, you know, seeing it in like a big action movie at the time, I was like, oh, that's like a great plot point. Yeah. And um, she's like, after this mission's over, I'm going to kill you. And mm-hmm. like, I'm like, yeah. damn, you know, she's hardcore. Uh, yeah. You know, that didn't happen. If you look at the end of the movie, <laughs> that scene didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just I want that scene to just have not existed to be honest, in that film. Yeah. No way, no way. The seduction makes no sense to me. I just wrote no way a thousand times in my notes. Um, and side note, when she leans in to kiss him, you can see that her wet maroon dress is staining the cushions. Oh, <laughs> I posted that before on our pod. I mean, on our Insta. Yeah, I must have it was like it, having not don't, seen yeah. the film yet. <laughs> yeah, contact exactly. is out the window. Exactly. It's like because um, it was like a red burgundy color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets wet. It's gonna bleed and stain, and there's red marks all over that white sand sheets yeah yep so i love this movie cutting out the last thing yeah (laughs) yeah i still enjoy it i had a great time watching it this time um and you're right it's beautiful like it's more beautiful than i remembered Mm. and um especially after having seen no time to die and stuff (gasps) it's like it's hits a little bit more yeah mm-hmm. no i had a lot of fun watching this one and the music can we shout out the music i loved the music i know like the 70s cowbell funky bond song like yeah oh i love that stuff it's like cheesy and of the time but feels good and it's groovy mm-hmm. like yeah i love it it fits the movie like the movie totally feels like movie. it's when bond was still fun mm-hmm. there was still play in bond yeah great yeah <laughs> Although Sean Connery is still my boy. Yes, me but. too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you love him. But this was a good movie. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the movie. And if you have anything specific to say about it, we would love to hear it. Yes. You can contact us on our Instagram at dress to kill pod, where you will also see pictures of the outfits we chose and a little picture of us if you want to see what we look like. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can tweet at us at DTKPOD. We would love to hear some tweets over there. It's pretty much crickets, but you know, that's fine. It's totally fine. Totally fine. Just incentivizing you to tweet at us. Um, thank you again for listening, and we'll see Guys. you next time. Bye. Bye.